Good morning and welcome to another day of Morning Fog with Dr. Mark and Liz. Hello, Liz. Good morning, Mark. How are you doing today? Ah, we are absolutely wonderful this morning. We are wonderful. You know what I did this morning? No, what'd you do this morning? I walked outside. I stopped. I paused. I listened to the sounds. I took some deep breaths. And I just relished in stopping for a moment. Mm, I love that. I really love it because that's a fantastic opener to what we're going to be talking about today. And what we're going to be talking about today is important for every person in every relationship because what do we all have as human beings? We, we bring lots of emotion to things. We're, we're, most, we're people with emotions. And we tend to get caught up in our emotions sometimes and the, our emotions can get the better of us. But if we can learn the power of pause... We can start to think a little bit more clearly, be able to express our emotions from a place of more of a centered space rather than that amped up, you know, been hijacked, your brain's been hijacked kind of emotional place. You know, it's really important that people understand that there really is magic and it's not the sort of magic that I used to do on, on stage or in restaurants at tables but it's real magic. And the magic occurs in a very small window. And that window is between a trigger, an event, and your response or your reaction. And in that small area, you have the ultimate control. You can either let yourself run amok and just mm -hmm. react, or no matter how small that window is, you have the ability to choose how you're going to respond. And in that moment, that pause between the incident and the response is where magic occurs. And I, I think it's really important about what you just said about the trigger, because we all have things that trigger us. And a lot of our triggers are things that we've come from things that we've never worked through in our lives, but our body just reacts to it. So the, the entire thing about pausing is allowing us to to take that trigger and just take a moment to slow down a little bit and get a little bit more clear-minded. It allows you to gather your thoughts and, and with just that little bit of pause, whether you are a person who flies off the handle a lot or doesn't, we all need this. With that little bit of pause, we can have much better, more effective conversations that are vulnerable and, and involve true emotion. Clearly, and, and just that ability to gather your thoughts, to think for a minute, and to choose. Sometimes you need a little bit more, and that's where we talk about the power of their four, seven, eight, or centered breathing technique. But that simply elongates that power of pause, and it magnifies it because we're settling ourselves down. But as you said, you know, it's, it's time to cool down to approach the situation with a clearer head, and that's really important. Mm -hmm. How many? How many incidents of road rage get out of control from escalation and just complete loss of control and something that is really moderately trivial because one of the two or both didn't set down a little bit of time just to pause? Well, and, and road rage is an example. I'm going to take it even closer to you and me, which is how many times have we been 
you know, working with clients where we see them escalate because they're being triggered and one person's just, you know, it's basically like one person gets louder than the other person and louder than the other person. And nobody's hearing anybody. It's just sure. escalation of voices. So what it really does, the power of pause helps you prevent conflict, which is what you and I are all about. We're all about helping people deepen their connections and have better relationships. It prevents you from getting out of control. We're, none of us feel good when we're out of control. We all want to feel like we're in control. That pause allows you to be more in control. And when you start to look at a situation with a little bit of an outside view, when you settle yourself and you have a clear mindset, when you have a rational perspective, you have the ability not only to start to understand that what you initially thought was the impetus for that, that potential conflict, you start to be able to see that there might be another view but you also get to understand that there are consequences to your actions. And those consequences have, particularly in going to that road rage or, or going to, to the, the couple who's just about to blow up into a major fight, those actions have consequences and those consequences can be long lasting. Yeah. And this can happen in business too. I don't know. I'm, I mean, business and, and I'm sure it happened for you when, you know, as being a medical doctor where people just, I mean, I remember having somebody lose it on me when I worked in advertising. Once one of the producers just flipped off on me, I had no idea where it was coming from. It completely stopped me in my tracks. And then later I learned that I must've said something that triggered him and he was in the middle of a divorce. And, but how was I supposed to know that? So again, if he had learned the power of pause, he would have realized that whatever I triggered had nothing to do with his personal life. And by being able to pause, it, it can prevent you to, from saying things that you're going to regret later. Yeah. the We talk about, again, response and reaction. Responses are things that are thought through or have a rationale behind them. Reactions are immediate. They mm -hmm. are impulsive impulsive great word that's exactly it. they're impulsive and words and actions are like a bullet in a gun you can't put it back into the barrel once it's fired it's out there you can't pull it back you might be able to apologize you might be able to make amends but the fact is is that it's there and likely some harm is done you can avoid that and still not capitulate. You can still have a, a active, good discussion, but you can pause and you can approach that discussion with a more controlled, a more cerebral, a more based foundation. And why is that? It's because when you, again, when you take the time to pause, first of all, you're, you're showing respect for the other person that you're trying to communicate with, but it also, it gives you time to prevent misunderstandings and it allows for much healthier communication. And that's what we're all looking for. Whether it's again, whether it's in your personal life or your business life or with your, you know, with your friends, whatever it is, we're all looking to be, we've said this so many times, seen, heard, and understood. Well, if we're so busy reacting and to our triggers and just flying off the handle, we're not communicating. We're definitely inviting misinterpretation and conflict. And 
and regret for, for how we make somebody feel about it later. You know, we uh, just a little bit ago did a episode on full spectrum communication and we just talked about preventing misunderstandings, miscommunication. Likely as not, your words are not going to be those that you would choose at another point. But that's only 7% of the message you want to give. When you are angry, when you are reactionary, your tone of voice, that 38% is going to also not communicate anything positive. So even if you're choosing your words okay or with some thought, the intonation is more emotional and will come across with your anger, with your disdain, whatever the emotion is. <clears throat> and certainly your body will too. And therefore, the vast majority of the communication that you're trying to give will not be something that's worthwhile. All of that can be if not prevented, can certainly be mitigated by just stepping back for a minute, by pausing, mm -hmm. by letting yourself relax for a moment, take a breath, and think about what's really happening. It also helps you build trust and respect in a relationship, because if you care enough to take that pause, to take that 30 seconds, whatever it is you need, you're doing it not just for yourself, you're doing it for the other person too. So that does give a message of that, you know, that you respect that person, that you care about that person. And, and you lay that foundation of trust. Yeah. And, and what they are saying to you may offer some insights into why they're thinking it mm -hmm. at that point, because they are also not reacting. Mm. So now you both are, are giving each other the gift of pause of being able to think a little bit more clearly and then be able to step into this conversation and resolve conflict rather than escalate it. And part of that is because by taking that time to pause, you're increasing emotional intelligence, which you and I talk about all the time. And what is that emotional intelligence? Having the intelligence that you're not the only person in this conversation, that somebody else is with you and they have thoughts and feelings and emotions and, and you can see that maybe they're uncomfortable or you can feel that you're uncomfortable. They may not be at this point in time, but either way, whether it's you who's starting to escalate or they're starting to escalate by pausing, you are respecting, and again, I said respect before, but the other person's emotional state. And that's huge too. That's very important. And that nurtures a relationship. You're, mm -hmm. you're never going to have a relationship where everyone sees eye to eye. No. And certainly as we get, away from our, our intimate relationships and into our more public, our more business-oriented relationships, we have an increased likelihood that we won't see eye to eye. But when you pause, you allow the ability to grow the relationship because you grow understanding. Mm -hmm. You can improve yourself. You offer the opportunity for the other individual or two to improve their understanding and now you can potentially find some common ground or at least the insight and understanding of what's driving their, their thought. Yes. So now we talked about emotions. We know people have positive and negative emotions. How do we find the balance? How do we help people find the balance and learn how to express themselves instead of um, resisting emotions or being impulsive with emotions? 
the first step is to identify your feelings. Oftentimes we don't go to the root of, of what the emotion is all about. We go, we focus so much on just being triggered that we're not understanding what are we, we just said this to a couple the other day. What are you feeling internally? Take a step, take a minute, take a breath and say, how am I feeling? Am I feeling heated inside? Am I feeling butterflies? Am I feeling, you know, like my head is feeling like it's going to explode. What is the actual feeling that your body is experiencing? Yeah, no, that's, that's really true though. Look inside in that moment of pause. If you want to be able to learn how to express yourself more clearly and how to pause, that's mm-hmm. certainly one of the first and most important steps is to reflect mindfully. Mm-hmm. The other is to not immediately judge yourself. Right. Your emotions are not necessarily good or bad. You're triggered for a reason. There's something going on. The other person is triggered and therefore you're getting triggered. But the fact is, is that resist that urge to judge the emotions. You have emotions. Mm -hmm. And instead of judging them because you're part of whatever's going on, in that moment of pause, you can step outside and look like a neutral bystander and really understand what it is that was happening. Have compassion for yourself. We talk about this all the time too, is that judgment is the antithesis, the polar opposite of compassion. You can't be compassionate for yourself. You can't be compassionate for what was going on and find a way forward if you're going to judge and part of a way, one of the ways to help with that judgment is to put the period on the end of the facts. Feelings aren't necessarily facts. They're emotional reactions to some past event in your life. So again, we just had this the other day with somebody where we said, okay, so when you started to, when, when your partner said something and you immediately had this, this assumption what was the feeling in your body? The feeling was, I was frustrated. Okay. And then what, what did you start to tell yourself when you were frustrated? And then the story started going. We said, wait, you just told yourself a story, an entire story. When, without asking the question, without being curious with your partner, you didn't put a period on it. You created a story and that amped you up. And then what did that do? That amped up your partner. And then what did that do? That amped you up more. And finally they found a way to settle themselves down but if the period had just been put on the end of what his feeling was, okay, I'm feeling like this, period. Okay, maybe I should ask some more questions about what my partner said so I can understand a little bit more clearly if I, so I'm not taking myself down this road of escalation of emotion. Exactly. And, you know, I, this is becoming almost a dated analogy, but I love what you said. If there's an old TV show, Dragnet, and one of the, the characters. You are dating yourself there, definitely. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> Although I think there was an update a while back, but not the not the, the the TV series. But Joe Friday would always say, "Just the facts, ma'am," mm-hmm. and that's really what it is. It's just the facts. Just stay focused on the facts, and when you stop running on with the rest of your story then you can start to not only look at the emotions, but you can find a way to express those feelings, those emotions with some mindfulness and some safety. 
-hmm. Every one of us responds to emotions differently. You, you may put ketchup on the table and everyone who knows what ketchup is, is going to know what it is, but we're all going to taste it just a little differently. Potentially. I found a, an interesting fact, which is cilantro, which is one of my favorite spices about 20% of people. It tastes like soap to them. Now I love, you know, cilantro, but clearly I wouldn't love it if, if it was tasting like soap. Well, again, we feel we experience life as individuals. And while there are commonalities to it, the fact is, is that we're still experiencing it in our own way. So your feelings are yours and figure out a way to be mindful about them, to safely express them and to find some strategies to be able to look at them, consider them, and then express them so they don't build up. Journaling is a great way to do that. Journaling is a fantastic way to do it. There's also practicing mindfulness, sitting in nature, meditating. I mean, there's so many, there's so many ways to, to start to do it. And we're not expecting anybody to get out there and be perfect at it from the beginning, but we will tell you when we had clients of ours practice it, their relationships improved because it reduced the conflict. And that's really what the gift of the power of pause is doing. It's helping to build healthier relationships. It's reducing conflict. It's allowing you to show up mindfully. It's allowing each party to be able to express their emotions without escalation. So therefore you are building that trust. And, and who doesn't want to be in a trusted relationship where you could be seen, heard, and understood? It is an incredible power and an amazing gift to any relationship. It, it really is. And, uh, you know, sometimes it's just a matter of going to your own corner when you feel that, that you really are that upset. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I need time. Can I, can we come back and talk about this in five minutes? in 10 minutes. And it's not to avoid the conversation, but it's actually to have a better conversation. It's the ability to take those moments to do a couple of centering breaths, to think for a minute and to say, you know, is this really meant to, to hurt me? Is there a reason I'm feeling the way I'm feeling? And then to be able to address it. We have a great power in that magical moment. So hopefully everyone who's listening today got something out of this. We highly recommend you practice it. It's a real, it's a game changer in any relationship. That's basically what I would say. I would agree. And I think we all need a little bit more of the mystical power of pause. Liz, have an absolutely wonderful day. Great. All right. Until next time. Bye.